Today's Ksubis Taf Lamed Zayin, and we are 11 lines up from the bottom of Lamed Vav Amun Beis Visavar Rim Yehuda. So, we had a machlekas in the Mishnah. The Mishnah had said the Tanakamus Shita was that a Shvuya does not get a Knas. A Shvuya is a girl that was captured. So, even when she's redeemed, if someone is Me'anis or Mefate her, although normally by Anis Mefate, a girl gets a Knas or her father gets a Knas, a Shvuya, on the other hand, that was redeemed, would not get a Knas. And the reason for that is because only Besulais deserve a Knas. Only a girl that's a Besula. A girl that's a Shvuya, according to Tanakama, we assume that 100% she was for sure violated while she was captured. And therefore, she's not a Besula anymore. And therefore, she doesn't deserve a Knas. Or Behuda argued on the Tanakama in the Mishnah and he said she maintains her Kedusha meaning we don't have to assume that she was for sure violated just because she was captured and therefore we could assume she's still a Besula and she gets a Knas the Gemara starts off with explaining Rabbi Yehuda's Shita is that asking a question really on Rabbi Yehuda is that true that Rabbi Yehuda holds that a Shvuya maintains her Kedusha that Kedusha Sekaima she maintains her Kedusha as a Besula but I have a Braisa how this Shvuya Nisa Enna the halacha is, if someone is paid, if someone redeems a shvuya, he pays for her to get released. So Yisana, he's allowed to marry her. But if he's mayed about her, if he gives aidus about her, that she wasn't nen, so that she wasn't violent while she was captured, then already lo yisana. He's not allowed to marry her. Remuda says, bein kach bein kach, lo yisana. Whether, whatever the case is, whether he redeemed her or he didn't redeem her or he did Aedus about her, it doesn't matter, and he can't marry her. He can't go and marry her once he gives Aedus about this girl that she wasn't, or once he redeemed this girl, whatever the case is, he's not allowed to marry her. Okay, by the way, we're talking about a kind, obviously, because a kind is not going to be able to marry a girl that was violated because she is considered a Zaina, and therefore a Zaina is also to Kayhanim. So this Kayan, Rabbi Huda says, bein kach, bein kach, he's not going to be able to marry this woman that was a Shvuya. Says the Gemara, hold on. So in this Braisa, just to explain it for a minute, kasha, it doesn't make sense. Amrit First, the Bible said that someone who redeems a Shvuya, he's allowed to marry her. And then it says if he gives Eidos about her that she wasn't violated, then he's not allowed to marry her. What? What? Just because he gives Eidos about her that she was not violated, he's not allowed to marry her? That, that, does that make any sense? So says the, says the Gemara, we didn't understand it correctly. It's not a Kasha. Why? Because this is what the Bible meant to say. Someone who redeems a Shvuya, a captive, and and he's made about her, and he gives Adis about her that she was not violated, and she's still a basula, then he's a Then even if he's a kain, he's allowed to marry her. But if he only gives Adis about her that she was, that she stole a basula and she wasn't violated, but he didn't physically redeem her with money, he didn't take a dollar out of his pocket, he didn't put any money into it, so they're already la yisana. So the Tanakhama says that he's not allowed to marry her. And Mikomakam Kasha, Rebihuda. So either way, what, what do we bring this Braisa down for? Because it's a Kasha and Rebihuda. Rebihuda in our Mishnah said that she's Bigdusha Sikaima, that a Shvuya, we don't have to assume there was a Bia, and therefore we can maintain her status as a Basula. But Rebihuda, in this Braisa, just said, Bein Kachu, Bein Kach, he's not allowed to marry her. He's not allowed to marry the Shvuya if he's a Kain, because we assume that she probably, she was Nensa, and she was violated while she was captured. So what does Rebihuda hold? That do we assume that a, sh- a Shvuya is still a basula, or do we assume that for sure there was a bia and she's not a basula anymore? Says the Gemara. Amar Papa Papa says, "Imo Rabbi Yehuda, Imo Bein Kachu Bein Kach." He saw in a switch around the shita and a chanami. Rabbi Yehuda in the brayso we just brought down didn't say Bein Kachu Bein Kach Loisa. He can't marry her, whatever the case is, because we're going to assume that there was a bia. But rather the opposite, Bein Kachu Bein Kach. He saw in It doesn't matter if he paid to redeem her. It doesn't matter if he only gave edus about her that she's tahira. In either case, he's going to be allowed to marry her because Rabbi Yehuda the shita say assumes doesn't assume that there was a and says that she's still a basula. Rabbi Huna Rabbi Huna answers that really we don't have to change anything in the Brisa. Really, 
Rabbi Yehuda and the Brisa said, "Bein kach, bein kach, loy sana." I have a kasha. So Rabbi Yehuda lived in Brim. The Rabbanon came along because Rabbi Yehuda was talking to the Rabbanon when he said that. He was saying, "Lidi di bein kach, bein kach, sana." According to me, I hold since we don't assume that she was violated. So whatever the case is, I don't care if he redeemed her. I don't care if he said edus. Whatever the case is, he's allowed to marry her, even if he's a kind, because we don't have to assume there was a bia. Elo lidi tchu. But according to you, the Rabbanon bein kach, bein kach, loy sana. It doesn't matter what the case is, if you guys assume, if you the Rabbanon assume always that a girl that was captured was for sure violated, then what does it matter? What difference does it make if you were paid to her or not? It doesn't matter if you assume she was violated, then ben kach ben kach lo That's what he was saying when he said lo yisayna. He was talking in shitas Rabbanon. According to you guys, you should say ben kach ben kach. It doesn't matter what the case is and lo yisayna. He shouldn't be allowed to marry her because you assume there was a bia. That's what it should have said, says the Gemara of Rabbanon. Okay, so what do the Rabbanon hold? Why do they hold that when he's physically paid to her, if he takes money out of his pocket and he redeems her and says, Edus that she is Zaira, why then is he allowed to marry her? I thought we assumed that there was a bia. If there was a bia, she has the status of a Zaina and she's ushered to a Kain. Says the Gemara, explaining the Rabbanon, it's because Rabbanon apaydes hashvuya umeid ba yisaena loisha di inish zuze bekadi because they hold that a person is not gonna is not gonna spend money already for nothing so. If he's just being made about her and he just says Edus that she's to Hira, then already I would think the Gemara speaks it out. Made Bakadi, if he only said Edus about her and he didn't actually pay for her to be released, Lo Yisena, he's not allowed to marry her because Shema Inav Nasan Ma. Because maybe the only reason he did that and said Edus about her is because he liked her and he wanted to marry her. But he wasn't, he, he, maybe he just got attracted to her and this is why he's doing it. But he didn't take money out of his pocket that shows us he was really invested to this. And it, it's probably true what he's saying that it's a kosher situation. Once he already redeems her with money, a person's not going to waste money. Like like that and therefore we're gonna believe him that when he says she's tahira we're gonna believe him that she was not violated in that case is this true that Rabbi Yehuda holds that a shvuya maintains her status as a, a, her, her kedusha meaning we assume that she's still a basula and we don't have to assume she was violated while she was captured but I'll bring you a that became a Jew she was nisgayra and she saw dam on that day so dam nida is not tamay by goyim midayraisa dam nida is only tamay if it's a Jew there's only a concept of dam nida midayraisa by Jews. So therefore, when does she, when does her Dam Nida become Dam Nida and become Tameh? Only, be, only once she becomes a Jew. A Jew. So, Hagiyarish and Nisgaira, a Giyarish that became a Jew, she was Nisgaira, Virasa Dam, and on that day she saw blood. So, Rabbi Huda Aymer, Dayashaita. Rabbi Huda says that you only have to worry about any Toma she may have. So, there's a whole Shiloh. When a woman sees blood, do you have to assume, can you assume that she only saw it right now, but like an hour ago she was Tahira, and therefore anything she touched, for example, is not, is not Tameh? Or do you have to assume that maybe she saw the blood right now, but it came a long time ago. Maybe it came yesterday. Maybe it came by the last bedika, after the last bedika. So can you, do you have to assume that she was Tamea all the way up until the last bedika that you knew for sure she was Tahira? Or can you assume that it started right now and she's only Tamea from now on? So Rabbi Yehuda says, that a Giyaris that became a Jew, and on that day she saw blood, Daya Shaita. You, don't, you only have to worry about Tumah from the time she sees it, not Limafreya. Rabbi Yehuda says, she is just like everyone else, just like a regular Jew, where the Allah is, the Rabbanon hold, that she has to worry that she may have been Tameh, which means for the past 24 hours also. Or, it's either for the past 24 hours, or the last bedika, whichever one is closer. So either the last bedika, or the past 24 hours, she's like everyone else, and she has to be worried, because at least Midrabanan, even when she was a guy, there is a concept of Damnina. Says the Gemara of
Sorry, this is not a v'tzricha. It's v'tzricha lehamtin gimel chadashim. The very rebuda. Rebuda adds it in, and the brayis, and he says that she also would have to wait three months before she gets married. Meaning, this giyores that becomes a Jew from the day that she becomes a Jew and she's an isgayer, she has to wait three months before she gets married, which goes along with the regular dinam of havchana to determine if she's pregnant or not. Because if she was pregnant while she was a guy, it's going to make the gnaf kaminas, and therefore. We have to know who the child belongs to. And any dinam of Avchana tell us that she has to wait the three months. Meaning, why would she have to wait the three months? Because we assume while she was a guy, while she was a Goya, she was in a state of Afgaris. She was in a state of Afgaris. Yesterday, when she was a Goya, she might have been a Mizana with someone. It's not Znus, but she might have been, she might have had relations with another guy. So we have to know who is the father of this child. So before she marries a regular Jew, she has to have Avchana period of three months. That's what Rabbi says. Rabbi Yossi says, no, she's allowed to get married right away. Okay. So what's the question? The question is that if Rabbi Yehuda holds that a Shvuya is Becheskas Pesula, is Bekedushas Eikaimeth, and even, if, even though she was captured, she still maintains her status of, 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 of a Besula, then why, in this case of the Giyaris, which is a very similar thing, because a Giyaris also, we compare her to a Shvuya all the time, a Giyaris is the same idea that we sometimes f- assume there was for sure a Bia beforehand. So if you're going to tell me that we're consistent with Shita Rabbi Huda, he shouldn't assume there was a Bia before she was a Jew, and therefore she should be allowed to get married right away like Rabbi Yaisi said. So if so, if he holds that, then why over here in the case of the Giyaris, does Rabbi Huda say she needs to wait three months? Basically saying that we are Chayshish, there was a Bia before. By Shui, he says we weren't Chayshish, and by Giyaris, he says we are Chayshish, says the Gemara. Amalei Giyaris, Ashwui, Karamis. Okay, but what kind of steer is that? You're taking a steer between a Giyaris and a Shvuya? That's not a steer. Those are two different things. A Giyaris, Lamenter, and Afshah. A Giyaris, before she was a Jew, she doesn't guard herself. She, she's more in a state of Efkeris. She doesn't guard herself, and therefore it's much more Mustafa to say there was a Bia. But Shvuya, a good Jewish Beis Yaakov girl who was captured, Minter and Afshah, she's for sure going to guard herself as much as she can and make sure no Bia happens. So what are you bringing me a stira between Shvuya and Giyaris? I understand why Rabbi Yudha says you need to wait three months to see by Giyaris, because by Giyaris it's much more, much more Shchiach that there was probably a Bia. But Rabbi Yehuda holds. By Shvuya, we don't have to necessarily say that. Says the Gemara of Rami Shvuya Shvuya. But I'll bring you a stira within the case of Shvuya itself. Tatani has a Ebrebrais. Hagiyar Yisvashvuya 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 that got redeemed or freed or was Megayer in all these cases respectively. Once they were over three years old in one day, meaning they only became fully Jews while they were already three years old. What's the significance of that? Their Basulim don't grow back. And therefore, if there was a Bia before they became full Jews, they're not con- going to be considered Basulites. Okay. So, Rabbi says clearly over here, by the case of the Shvuya, Shvuya was one of the things we mentioned, and Rabbi said, there is a Dinam Avchana, even by a Shvuya. Now, we only say Avchana when we assume there was a Bia before these three months. So, when she gets redeemed, the Shvuya, Rabbi says, she still can't get married for three months. Why? Because we assume maybe there was a Bia. Once she was a Shvuya, and we have to determine whose kid it is. Okay, but didn't Ramuda say before that we don't have to assume that a Shvuya keeps her status of a Kedusha because we don't have to assume there was a Bia? So why over here is Ramuda clearly assuming by a Shvuya? Don't answer me, this is Gers, this is Shvuya, because this is also talking about Shvuya. This is a steer within the case of Shvuya itself. Over here, Ramuda's Mashma, not like what he said before, and he says over here that really we have to be Chayshish for a Bia, and there are the Dinam of Avchana. And again, Rabbi is the one that allows her to get married right away. So over here already, Ishtik, he was quiet. He didn't know what to answer this one. So Rabbi Yaisi said back to her Papa Barash 
That, did you hear anything about this case? How are you going to answer this? He answered back, This is what Rav said. The case of Avchana. When Rabbi Yehuda says that she's really going to have to wait the three months because we assume there was a bia, it's because it's talking about a specific case where they saw her that there was a bia. So you have people that saw her have a bia, so for sure you're going to have to wait the three months. Rabbi Yehuda in general, in a case where we don't know, is not going to assume. But over here, Shara'ua, Shanivalo, they saw her have a bia, so there obviously there's going to be the dinam of Avchana. So that says the Gemara, if so, that it's a case talking about Shara'ua, Shanivalo, they saw her have a bia, why would Rabbi Yosef said that you don't need? Why would, why would Rabbi Yaisi say in the Bible that you don't have, need Avchana? Rabbi Yaisi said that she's allowed to get married right away. What do you mean? If there was a bio, you need Avchana to determine whose child this is. You need to wait at least three months to see if she's pregnant. So I'm a rabbi. Rabbi said, Rabbi Yaisi holds that when a woman's mizana, she uses a maich. To, to make sure she doesn't get pregnant. Type of birth control, she sticks a mic in there to absorb the zera, and therefore she's not going to get pregnant. So basically holds, since this isn't in a normal state of marriage, obviously in a, woman, a, a woman in this situation, even if a woman is being mezane, bemezid, she wants to, but still, she wouldn't want to get pregnant from an act of znos, so she's going to make sure she does not get pregnant, and she's going to use a mic. So basically said, even though Adam saw this girl, that she was Nensa while she was a Shmuya, still, we can assume that she used a mic, and therefore she's for sure not pregnant, and therefore, there's no dinam of Avchana, and as soon as she gets redeemed, she is allowed to get married right away. Says the Gemara, Bishlam I understand the Giyaris case in Rabbi that came with the diet of the Giyure, Minter and Afshah. I understand the case of Giyaris, why she would use a Moich, and therefore we, therefore we don't have to assume, we, we could assume that she's not pregnant. Why would she use a Moich? Because she knows. She knows she's about to become a Jew. It doesn't happen one day. It happens in a, there's a whole lead up time. And she knows she's in the process of becoming a Jew. So she's going to guard herself from obviously getting pregnant from a guy. And Shuyanami, also by the case of a Shuya, of a captive, she doesn't know when she's going to get freed. Obviously, she's going to not just be mafka herself and get pregnant randomly. She's going to make sure she doesn't. Shifchanami, also a Shifcha, the Shamami Pimara. Because a Shifcha may hear from her master that she's getting freed sooner than later. And therefore, what she's going to do is she's going to make sure she doesn't get pregnant now. So, But what about a Shifcha who's Yaitzi B'Shein V'Ayin? We know there's a parish in the Torah that teaches us that if the master knocks out her tooth or her eye, then she goes free. That's not something you could prepare for. That's not something you could expect. It's something that happens randomly. Knocked out her eye. All of a sudden she goes free. Yesterday she thought she was going to be a shifcha forever. And today she goes free. So there's no preparation for that. So why would she use a mic? So in this case, she probably didn't use a mic because she didn't really care if she got pregnant because she didn't have any plans to be a regular Jew. And therefore, therefore... You should need Havchana in this case. It says the Gemara, Maybe you're going to tell me, okay, and Hanami Rabbi didn't say this in that case. Any case of Mimela, when it happens all of a sudden, so maybe Rabbi didn't say that, and he would say that you need Havchana because she wasn't expecting this, and therefore maybe she didn't use a mic and she got pregnant. So you would need Havchana, you would need to wait the three months. It says the Gemara, though, that can't be. What's the two classic cases of things that happen suddenly that a woman can can't prepare for when someone goes and is an girl he violates a girl randomly or he's mefata a girl in those cases it's obviously a case of memela it happens all of a sudden and still it's still Rabbi Yehuda said over there Rabbi Yehuda was a shita that said you need nafchana but Rabbi Yossi, even in the case of Memela over there by Anas Mephate he says that they're allowed to get married right away so Rabbi Rabbi said you want to know what's Pshad and Rabbi Yossi why 
he holds they can get married right away, even though, what, what happened to Afchana? We have to see maybe she's pregnant. Because He holds that a woman that's Mizana, not that she's going to use a Maich, but let's say she can't use a Maich, let's say it's even sudden, she's still going to do like somersaults. She's going to be misapeches. She's going to make certain movements that's going to cause the zera to come out of her to make sure she doesn't get pregnant. So even if it happens suddenly and she's attacked, if she's, if she's nensa or if someone is ma'anis or mafata or still, even though it's sudden and it happens right away, she could still do these certain maneuvers that are going to get the zera out of her to make sure she does not get pregnant. And that's why, in any of these cases, it doesn't matter whether she, had, she was expecting to become a regular Jew or not. It doesn't matter. In all these cases, she's going to make sure she doesn't get pregnant. Okay. The inach and the Rabbanan, what are they going to say? Why wouldn't a woman do this? Why wouldn't she be misapeches to make sure she doesn't get pregnant? Why are they requiring her to wait the three months period of Havchana because because they're chayshish that listen maybe she tried to do these maneuvers but who says she was 100% successful in in getting all this zera out and ma- making sure she didn't get pregnant maybe she tried to but she wasn't so successful and maybe she did get pregnant and that's why they're on hold that she would need rebuta really that she would need Havchana the next thing our Mishnah had said was a case of Arayas, a list of Arayas, that if a man is Me'anis or Me'fatadam, for example, Bitoi, his daughter, Bas Bitoi, his granddaughter, the point is, all these Arayas, the following, men- the, the, the ones we mentioned in the Mishnah, have a Chi of Misa. There's a Chi of Misa for being with those women. So if he's Me'anis or Me'fatadam, the Mishnah said that he's going to be Potter from the Kanas. Why is he Potter from the Kanas? As we know, come leave with the He gets the worst punishment. He's getting killed over here since he was Me'anis, his daughter, for example. That's an Erva Midaraisa with a Chi of Misa. And therefore, he's going to be Potter from the Kanas. Kanas because of Kimlebi Ramine and the Mishnah brought a Pasuk, as we know as the Mekar to Kimlebi Ramine. It said, That if there's no Asin, if there's no tragedy in the case where he hit the woman and caused her to miscarriage, meaning if she didn't die, then he gets Mamin. Mashma, if she did die, then he doesn't have to pay the Mamin. That's the Mekar to Kimlebi Ramine. Says the Gemara. That's what the Mishnah brought. That's the Pasuk in the Mishnah brought as the Makar to come live the Ramine. Says the Gemara, Do we really learn come live the Ramine from this Pasuk? Don't we learn it from this Pasuk? Which teaches us, we had this Pasuk already, as another Makar, to come live the Ramine, that the Pasuk says, Risha Achas, and we learn from there that you only are mechai of him for one risha, for one punishment, meaning we give him the worst punishment. In other words, kam lebederamine. So why is our Mishnah bringing a pasuk of the im loy asain if we already know the makar to kam lebederamine from this other pasuk of kadesh shasay? Says the Gemara. No, I still need the two pasukim because chada b'misa umamain, the chada b'malkus umamain. One pasuk is talk is teaching us about misa umamain. The pasuk of v'loyia asain in our Mishnah is talking about. That there's no come the ramine by Misa and Mamun. If you're getting killed and there's Mamun, so Vilayasin teaches me that we say come the ramine and you're only going to get killed and be putter on the Mamun. The other one, meaning Kedereshasi, teaches me if you have both the punishments of Malkus and Mamun, you're only going to get, well, either one, it's Machlekes, but you're not going to get both of them. Says the Gemara And we need both Psukim. We need one to teach me about Misa and Mamun that we say come the ramine, and we need one to teach you when, we, when, when you have Malkus and Mamun that we say come the ramine. Why the because if I only told you that we say when you have Misa Umamain, so I would think because the guy's getting killed. So we're not going to be Mechaev in the Mamain because he's already getting killed. It's a much more severe thing. But Malkus and Mamain, that he's not getting killed, maybe you should have to get both. If I only told you the other one, if I only told you that this because the Avera he did was not so Hummer, it wasn't so bad. 
So maybe he only has to get one of these things. Again, a uh, Avera that you're Chayv Malkus for is obviously not as severe as an Avera that you're Chayv Misa for. So since his Avera was not that severe, I would think that that's why he's only Chayv one of them and not both of them. But Misa Umamein, where the Isra he did, the Avera he did it is very Chamer. Maybe he should get both and we don't say That's why I need both. To teach, uh, that's why I need two psukim to teach me one that there's kamli midramine by Misa and Maman, and the other one to teach me that there's kamli midramine by Malkus Umaman. Says the Gemara, Ular Meir. According to a mayor, the Amr Leikum Mishalim. Rameir holds Leikum Mishalim. We don't say come Leib Deramine according to a mayor by Malkus Umamin. He holds you could get Malkus and Mamin, Leikum Mishalim. So Tarti Lamali, why do I need both Psukim? Again, in the Rabbanan, who say we say come Leib Deramine also there, I understand. We need one Pasuk for Misa Mamin, one Pasuk for Malkus Mamin. But what's your mayor going to do with the other Pasuk for Malkus and Mamin if he doesn't hold that's true? He holds you can get Malkus and have to pay Mamin, and we don't say come Leib Deramine. So what's he going to use the other Pasuk? Why, why do I need two Psukim to teach me come Leib Deramine? Says the Gemara. According to Rameir, we would say that one of them is talking about Misa Umamain, when you get killed and there's Mamain, that there's Kamleib Deramine, but Chadim Misa Malkus, not Malkus Umamain. The other one is talking about Misa Umalkus, when you have a punishment of both Misa and Malkus, we're still going to say Kamleib Deramine. Says the Gemara Vitzricha, and again, I need both Psukim Diashmin and Misa Umamain, Mishom Dechada Begufe, Dechada Begufe, If you only tell me that there's Kamleib Deramine by Misa Umamain, I would assume, because listen, we don't give him a punishment for his guf, meaning the misa, and the punishment for his mamain. We don't give him two different things. So therefore, it's coming from the misa malchus the but misa and malchus that it's both a punishment to his actual body. Once he's getting killed, the other one is getting malchus. misa Maybe I should look at it as one long misa. They'll start giving him malchus, and then they'll kill him. So venavid be. So maybe I should still do. It. And we wouldn't say coming from the misa malchus. And if I only told you that we say coming from the by misa and malchus, the tarde I would think maybe only because we don't do two things to his body. Since these are both punishments to his body, we're going to only do one of them. So that's why I say, But that one is for his body, he would kill his body, and the other one is for his mama, so maybe we should do that, and we wouldn't say, Therefore, I need to tell you the Chiddush that we say, by both scenarios. The Gemara now is going to list a bunch of Psukim where we find similar limuns and similar ideas. Gemara asks, why do I need the Torah to tell us? So what does the Pasuk mean? In the Havamina of this Gemara, it means that that don't make him pay. If a person is being put to death, if he's Chayv Misa's Bezdin, don't make him pay. Also, he doesn't have to pay also. That's an idea of Kamleim Deramine, meaning he doesn't have to pay if he's getting killed. So the Pasuk tells me that. So why do I need that if I already know Kamleim Deramine? Says the Gemara. No, that's not what it meant. That's not what it means. It doesn't mean don't make him pay if he's getting put to death. It means like, don't, Allow him to pay to get out of his chi of misa. He says, "Listen, I'm going to pay a lot of money to get out of this. I'll support the kolim. I'll support the family of the person I killed. Don't listen to him, and we still have to kill him." Don't take his money as a bribe, meaning as a thing. Don't let him pay his way out of getting killed. Okay, another pasuk. Don't take kaifer. Don't take money to maybe allow him not to run. To the ear miklot. If you killed b'shaygik, so lamely, why do I need that? Asik damar chmana. So I sishko mimayna minei v'tifter imigaz. Same idea. Don't allow him to pay his way out of going to gaz if he killed b'shaygik. Says the gemara b'treika lamely. Why do I need both? So kim chad b'shaygik v'chad mezid. One is talking about 
Shagig, obviously. The, the, the case of Ayur Maklat is when you kill Bashagig. Bechad Mezid. The one talking about where he's getting killed is obviously Bemezid. Mitzrich. And I need both cases. Diashmein and Mezid. If I only told you the case of the Mezid, Misham the Chamer Yisurai. I would think because that's very Chamer. The Isra that he did is very, very Chamer. So maybe over there, he can't pay his way out of it. He can't pay as an, as an alternative option than getting killed because what he did is really, really bad. He killed someone. So, Viashmeinon. Avol Shagig, Dalai Chamer Yisurai, Malay. But by Shagig, that what he did isn't so bad. Again, and then the day he killed someone, but it was only Mishagig. So I would think maybe. Maybe no, and maybe he would be able to pay instead of going to the Irmaklat. Says the Gemara, that's why I need to ta- teach you by there. Miyashmin and Shagin, if I only told you the case of Shagin, then Misham Delaka even the Shama. So maybe I would think that the only reason you can't pay instead of going to the Ir Miklat, is because he's not getting killed in this scenario. He's just being sent to the Ir Miklat. There's no Ibn Neshama. He's not being killed. So we send him to the Ir Miklat, and we're not going to allow him to pay his way out of it. By my Mezid, where we are killing him, I would think that maybe let him pay as an alternative option instead of getting killed. That's why I need to teach you the Chiddush by both things. The Pasuk says, The Eretz, the land, is not going to atone for the blood which was spilled on it, unless you spill the blood of the person that did the killing, meaning a person that kills someone is Chaim Misa. Okay, Lamali, why do I need that Pasuk? I need it for the following verse. How do we know that if Bezdin did a Egla Rufa, and Egla Rufa, again, is when a body was found between two cities, we don't know exactly who killed the body, so there's a whole parish of Egla Rufa, so they bring Egla Rufa, they chop off its head. Okay, so how do I know that if they already did the Egla Rufa, because they didn't know who killed this person, and then they found the murderer, how do we know that he's not Potter? Why would he be Potter? Because I would have a Havimina to think that he already got his Kapara through the Egla Rufa that they did for this mace. But now that they found him, how do I know that he's not going to be Potter and he's still going to be Chayav Misa? Shnemar, because the Pasuk says, The Pasuk we just said, Why do I need the Pasuk that tells us to wipe out the, the clean blood from your land? Okay. Why do I need that? I need it for the following verse. How do we know that if someone, that the Misa of Saif, the Misa's Bezdin of Saif, that's chopping off someone's head. How do I know that it's Minat Savar? It happens by the neck. That's where it happens. Because the Pasuk says, Because the Pasuk says, in the end of the Parsha of Egla Rufa, it starts talking about killing a person, meaning, meaning a person that's Chayav Misa because he killed someone. What do we do to him? We do Saif to him. Okay. So he's brought at the end of the Parsha of Egla Rufa. Therefore, there's a hekish between Egla Rufa and killing a Reitzeach with Saif. So what do we learn? Yeah, there's a hekish between all anyone that kills someone and an Egla Rufa, just like by Egla Rufa, where they chop off the animal's head, is by the neck, so too by Shev the Misa's Bezdin is going to be also by the neck. So that's the limo. It says the Gemara. If I'm learning it from Egla Rufa, then learn it all the way. If we're learning it from Egla Rufa, then we should learn that just like by Egla Rufa, it, we use an axe, and it's also mimul oirif. It's from the back of the neck that we chop him off. So afkan So we also by saif we should use an axe, and we should do it by the back of the neck. So says the name of You want to know why we don't do it that way, and we do it from the front and not with an axe? Because the pasuk says 
Yafecha, the Pasuk says, Va'aftu Lorecha Kamaycha, which teaches me, Berar Loi Misa Yafe, that choose a, a lighter death for him, meaning the best death possible. And since an axe to the back of the neck is going to kill him slower, obviously, because you only get to the front, which actually kills him later, and it's just a lot of pain, and an axe is probably not Kashmak either. So therefore, we learn from Va'aftu Lorecha Kamaycha that where does this apply? Up until the moment of, moment of death, when Mis, when Bezdin is killing him because he's a Russia, do it nicely.